You're listening to Human Hackers, where we talk human and online. With Phil Richards and Ian Hopkinson. What's this one about, Phil? This one's going to fill everyone in on where we've been in and where we're going, more importantly. Some exciting things in the, uh, in the wings in the next couple of weeks, even. Good for us to reflect on this ourselves, let alone try and explain this to the listeners. Yeah, well, probably those listening in, we're sort of building our base all the time, but probably been trying to work out what the hell we're about in some ways. They'll be getting a bit of an idea for it. Um, but in reality, it's really just been this very organic journey. We we really launched in order to discover, um, and this has all taken longer than we thought. But we're probably at a point now where I think we sort of know what we're about. We know what uh, what the primary focus is, and it's different to where we started marginally. But um, I think we've got that right now, and so it's really time to offer an explanation, and probably more importantly, to to frame where we're going to. So those that are joining us uh, have a bit of an idea of uh, what might be in store ahead. Well, we started with 88 text messages, or was that three years ago? It was, it was actually, uh, it was, I think it was 82 in 65, I think was the number originally, but 82 text messages oh, there you in go. 65 minutes. Yeah, I, but, added, I added a few, what's I added a, what's a few more. between 88 and 82? It was only six, but... Yeah, that was the that was the original. I was uh, I was standing outside trying to get mobile reception. You're in uh, probably in the CBD in Melbourne somewhere, and we uh, we created hackers using text messages and the initial um, I guess the initial social media accounts and domain and so on happened about the same time. It just all fell out, um, and then has been continuing to fall fall out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it has. And I guess our original focus was sort of human and online. So I've been uh, in the human space since well, for a long time, <laughs> early 90s. Um, and you'd been in music and digital for decades as well. And um, we thought, well, why don't we put the two together? Because the thing that's lacking, I think, in lots of areas was the human bit. And to inject that into online made sense because you get to multiply your online presence, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it's. I mean, it straight away made sense because it's been we've we've seen it working both ways. Actually, someone co- commented the other day and they said, "Oh, it's interesting how there's certain episodes where Phil leads it and and you sound surprised, and then there's episodes where Phil sounds surprised." <laughs> and I said, "Well." We are surprised. We're continually surprised. But the point is that we have our various expertise, I suppose, and our experience that we're bringing to the table, and we're, we're learning from each other in this, in this experience um, on the journey as well, and we're open, open to those ideas. But it's this interesting crossover between the human and the online and everything, you know, everything beyond that as well. Um, yeah. And that's something we've grappled with as well. You know, is, is human and online too simplistic? Is there more to it than that? And of course there is. Mm. But I think our, our issue all along has been um, distilling it down into understandable language. We've got all these great thoughts and, you know, these sort of vast imaginations, but bringing it down into a, a flowing conversation has been the challenge, hasn't it, along the way, Phil? Well, in, in terms of simplifying 
aspects of it yeah I, I think the 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 other thing that probably happened from the beginning here we had this before we even started there was a, a certain synergy that we had in terms of from the very first meeting uh, I remember in Melbourne there near Etihad Stadium at a cafe it was you know you meet someone and you, you feel like you've known them for 20 years and that started right at the beginning and we you know we had several business um, shared clients up to that point as well yep. um, but really the synergy was there from the beginning and the phone calls that we had, the conversations we had subsequent to that point were all very synergistic and easy flowing and natural and enjoyable and not draining and quite quite contrasting to, you know, some of the aspects we were dealing in or dealing with at least in our respective workspaces. And I think that's where it becomes something. We knew we were going to do something, we had no idea what it was going to be. And then then we do the whole um the whole text message 65 minute thing and then what was it a week later or something 10 days later we we went and uh, took the took the concept human hackers without a business plan without anything else to uh, <laughs> uh a conference at uh in, in brisbane at myriad um and learned a lot more at that because we we're asked questions we hadn't even considered at the time <laughs> yeah that was a that was a baptism of fire and we, we didn't even have the the human hacker character at that point either, did we? I think we were wearing no, mad scientist t shirts. Correct, yeah. And and they yeah. had, you know, are you ready to be found on there? And we were saying, yep. well, is it, it it's found online and it's found as a you know as a as a, a human, human as well. Um yeah. and and that's that's really seeded uh yeah the whole the journey that we've been on. Um and one of the things that we're always talking about is how do you communicate those themes and get that message across in that conversational way but also find different ways to represent the the themes and the and the information and expand on that um, in order to get an engagement from the audience in order to open up their minds to to other possibilities, which is something that we've been talking about the whole way. Um, and we've got something we think is quite different, which has sort of dropped out. Um, when did it drop out? Earlier this year, wasn't it? It was kind of when the whole lockdown thing started to happen in March. Yeah, it forced it over the line, yeah. And I think the... I think one of the key things is we, you know, they say you've sort of got to start in the end state. So um, rather than thinking you you to wait till you're confident or you wait till everything's set up right, you sort of got to actually put yourself in the the net outcome first. You got to be in the, in the emotionally satisfying end state before you can actually take action to physically achieve it, if you like, in the in the normal sense of the word. And I think. That's one of the things we've tried to do from the beginning here. There's been a couple of things, a couple of key things, I suppose. One is the um, the, the, the fact that we've wanted to make, make it conversational right from the beginning, having a, a, a severe uh, dislike for things like PowerPoint slides and formal structures that box people in. That's certainly a common um, dislike for both of us. And, and then being able to explore what you want to do when you want to do it and, I guess describing ourselves as unqualified warriors um, <laughs> was a key aspect of that as well. That was certainly a barrier from my point of view in, in this whole qualification requirement thing early on. 
and I know since I've let go of that, which is a number of years now, I suppose, um, it just it frees you up. And, you know, my, my attitude, your attitude is pretty much if you don't like it, don't listen. And we're not saying what we're saying is correct. We're giving you an opinion based on the experiences we've had in our lives. Um, and if, it, if you see relevance in that, if you see value in that, then take it and use it. That's really the offer that we're putting out there. Um, but that's never going to stop us from having an opinion that's different to societal norm. Um, it's never going to stop us accepting someone else has an opinion different to us. Uh, but it's just that, that grounded approach that says, you know what, we're okay with who we are. Um, we're doing this because we want to do it. We can see the value of the intent. And we're not going to get hung up in trying to conform because getting hung up in trying to conform is a very reason why a lot of businesses struggle. Yeah, and I see that in the online space as well. And I think if, uh, you know, this is in an online context, the way that we we seem to, our default is to, you know, if we, we don't know something to go and Google it. Dr. Google knows all. Um, and we get caught in that in that bubble. I think the, the interesting thing that what we're doing here is we're drawing on actual experience that we've had. It's not um, it's not theory. We're not theorists here. Where where we might be seeking new ways of doing things and, and looking to explore, but we're actually drawing on experience. It's not a piece of paper that we got um, all those years ago, and you know a title that we have. It's uh, what do you call it, Phil? A degree in life? Maybe that's if there's a degree yes. we've got. It's it's based on on actual uh, learning. You know, in m- many situations, probably the hard way, um, and being open enough to to say, you know what, I don't know, I don't know about that, but I'll go and no. I'll go and explore that. I'll go and find out, or we'll get someone on to talk to who's an expert in that, and we'll pick their brains and. Uh, I think there's a lot of, there is a lot of that sort of on the pedestal talking down to people, even the way things are set out at events too. You've got people down in the in the in the stalls, and you've got the the thought leader on the stage, you know. And that's yeah, there's so much wrong with that. There's so much wrong with that, and that's something that from the get go we we talked about and we aligned on. And we we said, look about not doing it. Yeah, about not doing it. You know, let's let's yeah. get, you know, let's get people together, and let's let's have a, an even exchange in a, in a grounded way, and and see the magic come out of that. And that's that's where I think you know the like we went from sort of human and online as broad concepts, and and really we're at a stage now where we're about freeing up human potential, and that's so it's a lot about freedom, a lot about the ability to express as part of that. So putting form to that in words, which is what we're encouraging you or stimulating you to do, um, starts to move you closer to the place of freedom, which will start to move you closer to the place of actually taking the action you need to in life. And we're combining that with the ability to amplify and magnify online because online is such a critical part of business these days and life in general these days. We need to be able to deal with both. We need to be able to get the most out of ourselves and then we need to be able to actually magnify that now, before that, in the online space, so others around the world get to know about us. And so that's the, the essence of what we're about here. And I guess we've gone from 
a place where we were doing most of the work ourselves and, and the, the content was coming from us right from the beginning. We're now moving, we're getting the guests on board because we're sort of, it's the right time to be doing it. We've done enough of the yards. We feel like we know how we're moving and how we need to interact with our guests. And so we're now bringing the guests on board. So that means we're going to get two things. One is less reliance on us in our own right for, for the content. But more importantly, uh, number two is the the ability to start to bring in like-minded individuals who have incredible value that they can bring to the equation as well um, for the benefit of the listener. So it's it's a very organic, synergistic, synchronistic, all those words. It's just a natural way to go, a very loose space in. Mm. What I like about getting the guests on is, and and we, we, we're constantly reframing uh, a lot of the well-developed sort of, I guess, philosophies and themes that we've been talking about for a long time here. And I don't know whether this is the time that we, we, we reveal what we're really about here today, or do we get do we get people to wait a bit longer? Is there something happening, Ian? There's definitely something happening, Phil. Should we tell them? We'll reveal a little bit, bit of it shortly, I think. I think we probably should. Because it's it's going to come as a shock otherwise, isn't it? Really? Are we building this up too much now? We probably are. So let's go back to the way we were talking before. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess the let's let's talk about the intent of the bit that we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> I like I like this. Uh, we're, we're we're kind of open. Let's, let's dance around the edges a bit more. Kind of opening the box a little bit, and there's a little bit of light shining out, and then no no no, close it, close it, and then closing it. The magic trick's not... Yeah, no, it's not ready, not ready yet. It's not ready yet. No, no, no. no, no. All the way. No. <laughs> so, so I guess the, the, the driver behind this, um, or the stimulus at least, not the driver, but the stimulus, I guess, was a, a very um, an early morning recording um, in a in a very subconscious sort of space, um, in that it was exploring the depths and it was exploring change at the time, I think. And and so we've we've gone from the human and the online. We've we've gone into the um, freeing up human potential, magnifying and amplifying online, and then we've looked at the bigger picture and saying, what's all this really about? And it's about really getting changes, getting people to change. You know, triggering them to change and influencing those we need to influence as part of just getting through life and, and being successful in in the entrepreneurial space. And so the natural extension of that is to be able to play and think about things without necessarily having a lot of risk because that's what normally stops people. They normally don't want to go and play in a space that reveals what their vulnerabilities are and all that because it's all very risky and it's all very uncomfortable and, and all that sort of stuff. So I guess that was part of the dynamic that seeded this next phase in or this next um, expansion of what we're what we're doing here and and you took that that original recording and then went away and did some magic and then come up with a concept that that happened to satisfy that need to trigger change in a different way and to do it within a podcast um, without having to have formal sessions or any black couches involved and and that's that's really that's really where this went it went into that next space and it's got so much potential and it's beyond the characters because that's the other thing we had the the mad scientist character and the human hacker character which represented us in our own right but by having a character we had tremendous flexibility 
So we could put those characters in all sorts of spaces and circumstances and it didn't matter because they're just characters. They could say what they wanted to to one another, they could be in any circumstance, it didn't really matter. So really that all come together into that, that spontaneous moment of creativity you had around this next bit in. Well, I remember you, when you sent me that, um, it, was also, it was almost meditative what you, what you sent me and because it was in the early morning and it was just a free expression of thoughts and it flowed but there were spaces in between the words, I thought, well, this is not a hacker moment. This is something else. And the sheer nature of the topic needed some sort of soundscape. So I just started exploring. I thought I knew what I wanted to do. Um, after a bit of he hearing it a few times. And then I just started exploring. I just got in the play zone, you know, with the soundscapes. And and what I decided was that I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to edit it at all. I wasn't going to limit the spaces in there. I wasn't going to take any lines out. I wasn't going to tighten it up in any way. I was literally going to take exactly what you gave me, look at that as its own sort of piece of art in its in its own right, and then start the painting. And I started the painting and I started to realise I was heading in a whole new direction and it was exciting and it was highlighting exactly what you were saying and how you were saying it. And that was when, probably by the time I got to the end of editing that and sending it to you, that I thought, hang on, <laughs> here's, a, here's a really interesting way to tell the story um, to build on the characters and what they represent and all of the themes that had started to develop over the time we've, we've been having conversations but also doing the podcast. And then another step was this is what we're always talking about is the best way to communicate with people is, to, is through story. And if you can't do that, you know, with... And in, in with the, the sort of the, the thickness, you know, the, of the themes, the heftiness of the themes that, that we, we delve into. And it's interesting because sometimes when we get on a podcast and we're half an hour in, we, we kind of check ourselves. We go, oh, we're going a bit deep here. Or, oh, gee, we might be going too deep. We might need to do a whole series on this one. You know, there's comments like that all the way through the podcast. It's almost like, Society says you can't go too deep because you're going to scare people. Oh, especially you unqualified, eh? Unqualified. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you've got to be qualified <laughs> to go deep on that subject. Hey, Phil, pull out the scientific research on that one, will you? Um, I think the, the 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 sort of that play zone, that storytelling zone, has some has been a place I've. I've always drawn on anyway, just naturally through my music music background. But even beside that, I mean, I wasn't always a songwriter. I did I did albums and and you know I was always sort of coming up with lyrics and themes and whatnot. 
I wasn't always a songwriter. I was probably a poet before I was a songwriter. Um, I always liked playing with words and expressing language. It's always been a passion of mine anyway. Um, and sort of coupling that with the, with the performance um, skills that I developed over, over years and having to engage with an audience in a live setting, I started to realise how powerful it was when you brought a whole, a whole range of these elements together. Um, and the interesting thing is probably a lot of people with my background maybe would have tried to incorporate all of this into almost everything that they do anyway because I think that if you're an artist, that's, that's kind of in your nature. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's always about what's appropriate for a project or a thing that you're doing. It's, you don't have to always bring that to the table in all of its glory. And so in a way, and, and I think we're probably both along the way, that's been part of this journey is how vulnerable do we get? How much do we let go? How many things do we bring to the table from both of our backgrounds? It's that kind of gradual reveal and it's not yeah. so it's not it's not just the development of what we what we're doing here it's also the journey of how much sharing how much do we share how much do we really wear like how much do we really wear our heart on our sleeve here you know and and for you and I when we're really wearing our hearts on our sleeve there's some pretty deep stuff that comes out and um exo Planet Exo. Exo. Planet Exo. This creation that came out of this process, this world, which is really human hackers in 3D or maybe it's 4D because it's existing in your imagination, but this world and the story of the characters and some other characters which will be introduced suddenly just made perfect sense. Both of us just went, hang on, Ian, you've been able to bring your music background and your storytelling abilities to the table and fill all of your years of experience and, and the themes and the human performance side um, with your background. A lot of the issues in that space is... A lot of people are one. It's back to that qualified, unqualified thing again. But also, mm. the, but but then a lot of people in in that space all say the same things. It's a very clinical area. It's a very, um, I don't know, structured area. It's almost a motivational speaker sort of thing, which is you know, and it's, and then there's the people who are just banging you over the head, trying to get you to go to their conference or their. It's a, it's a very well-trodden path and everyone seems to be doing the same stuff. The essence of, of what people are trying to achieve in that space of improving and unleashing um, human potential, which are your words, not theirs, um, I think the essence of that is is good. I think people do want to do great things in that space. But the way it's presented is just the same old, same old. And it's almost like there's no there's no 
There's nothing in between. You've either got a motivational speaker, a business coach, um, and you know all of these things that you love, all these concepts that you love, Phil. But you've either got people like that, or you've got an energy healing person on the <laughs> other side and meditation, and you've got um, a whole lot of you know, natural therapies and alternative therapies and all those sorts of things. You've always got these extremes, and the whole point of all of this. Um, not being properly expressed and and explored is that it has to be accepted by society. It has to fit in with the societal norms. And you know what I say to that, Phil? Stuff all of that because <clears throat> what is it actually about? It's about, it's about us. Hmm. Exactly. When it all comes down to it, it's about us. And... Creating all of these motivational structures and this guy and that guy and there's this coach and that coach, all it does is divide us really in the in the big picture. Um, it doesn't really connect us on the level, on that grounded level that we we need to connect, to have the mutual understanding, to 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 get beyond ourselves, to get a better understanding of who we are. Well, it actually links in through um, the fact the majority of this, the majority of the societal stuff is linked to the the economic return, the business return. So it's it it sets up. It's in their interest to create dependency. And I guess what we're about is exactly the opposite of that. You know, you can have dependency. There's no issue with dependency as long as you know it's there and you know the nature of it and it's all the rest of it. As there's no issue with business coaches or alternative therapies or meditation or whatever it is. It's, you know, horses for courses for everyone. But I guess what we're saying is, hey, step out for a while. And this is what EXO is about. It's really an observer's opportunity for you as a listener to sort of tune into something a bit different and to be able to identify with aspects of the story and the message and the circumstances and so on that are going on, the decision-making even, um, and then use that as a way to reflect on your own life. So, well, hang on. Well, actually, I know that's Planet X, and it's all make-believe, and it's human hackers that have created it. But that seems horribly relevant to what I've just gone through. And the way they dealt with it there is actually quite different to what I did. I wonder whether I could use the same approach to deal with that. So it's it's not it's not confronting. Mm. It's from an observer point of view, so you're not in the wrong state. You're not in a defensive state when you're engaging in it. It's like conflict management. sets you up to be defensive almost. Yep. So you're in there having having a listen as an observer and becoming quite interested in this and maybe finding a lot of alignment in it. And so that then suspends that defense, uh, defensive state, if you like, the elements of that. And so you tend to be more open to what's going on and you'll tend to be more willing to explore beyond the normal place that you would normally explore. And invariably, and not surprisingly, when you start exploring outside of that and you know, as Planet XO triggers you to explore beyond that point, you're going to find new opportunities, new solutions, new skills, new ways of looking at the world that, who knows, may cause a change in your own life that gives you the experience that you deserve in life rather than simply being the, uh, the conforming number, if you like, um, in terms of just doing what you are required to do and then complaining that you're not getting what you want out of life. And so it's a neat way to expand and enhance what we've already started in in, in Hackers and in terms of the journey we're on, but to do it in a way where we can really let go 
we can make these characters do whatever we want them to do and we can put them in different places and we can explore different topics we might not be able to explore in a normal podcast environment um, and, and really take it to the edge. And the thing is, we're doing all this. Um, you know, I guess EXO has a fair bit of pre-planning to it and understanding what the storyline is going to be and so on, how it, how it works. But for the most part, all our performances are, are spontaneous. Well, we, we, we know we don't perform if we plan too much, and so we tend to set the space up, and then we just let go and let the performance turn up with some guiding framework around where it needs to go, what the outcome needs to be. Yeah, and for me, this is really a celebration of embracing imagination again. I think uh, having you know having the, the, the Netflix going every night and filling our heads with all these images that other people have created. What I'm hoping is that Planet Exo will give you a place to go and make your own. You don't have a visual that goes with it. And you've got a story and you've got some characters that are interacting. There's the the hackers' themes that are coming through. But you make it your own. Like you said, Phil, you take from it what you need at that at that moment and i'm i'm looking forward to to hearing people's reactions to this i'm looking forward to people saying i don't quite know where this is going but it's i'm, I'm uh, you know I'm, I'm curious and you know and and i want i want more like I, you know it's like it's like it's always the case you know when you start when you start watching something or listening to something it takes you two or three episodes to get into it and then you start to go, oh, okay, we're getting past setting the scene here. We're getting past knowing who the characters are and how they relate to each other. Now we're getting into the depths of, of why they're there. And, and that, to me, is the most exciting part, is we're going to be embracing imagination here and delving into, like we said, who we are in this this whole other world and that's that that is i don't know why i get excited about this stuff as much as i do feel but that's the sort of thing that gets me out of bed every day is just engaging in that creative process but then having a conversation about it and seeing how people feel like what emotions does that provoke you know what 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 thoughts does you know come out from a from the you know, from, from hearing this. Well, what's the meaning? I mean, the, the meaning's ultimately what we're, we're looking to, to trigger here in terms of your own discovery of that rather than us telling you what it needs to be. So the circumstance is there to trigger it, but really it's your journey from that point on, like when the imagination takes over. And I, I guess one of the key questions here, Ian, is how in the hell could we expect the listeners to know where we're going when we don't? Well, who, but who does anyway? With anything that they're doing. I know, but it's embracing yeah. the fact. It's actually exciting to think, well, we're just going to go on this journey. It's all going to turn up and whatever happens, happens. Mm. And we're going to go to some really interesting places that are inspiring. Yep. They're going to trigger stuff that causes change. And the feedback will come back about that just like that just sh- shook my world. That was like, wow, I've applied that now and that I'm getting huge changes in what I'm doing. That's what's going to happen with this. I've seen it many times before over many years. The same yep. process, 
the minute you let go, the minute you get into that spontaneous place where you, you don't know what's going to happen next, the only way value turns up is by letting go in that moment. Because the minute you try to control it and structure it and bring it back online again, you lose it. And that's where the spontaneity of this about not knowing where we're going necessarily within another detail of the performance in an episode of EXO yep. um, is just, that's where the spark comes from. That's where the energy comes from. That's where the interest, the engagement, it triggers the imagination in the right way. All this other structured BS doesn't do that. And it's not as though storytelling is a new thing. That's been around since day dot, but it's how it happens and how it's triggered to suit where the world is currently at. That's the key here. Um, and, and also as the performers and as the characters need to be in the end state to start with. They need to be in the right state to start with to get the performance over. That's the key to this. Otherwise, it would be a magic formula you give to someone and they simply replicate it. It doesn't work that way. Yep. These sorts of skill sets don't work that way. They, they, they require years of dedication and exploration and falling down and getting back up again and falling off the horse and getting back on again and all that stuff in order to truly understand the environment you're in. And I guess that's what we're trying to bring together here. We're trying to bring the, the synergy of what you do and what I do combined with the ability to create additional characters that, that are modelled on people we may or may not know in order to bring extra dimensions to, to the storytelling going on within the Planet XO itself. And we're not just embracing imagination here, we're embracing uncertainty. And that's when there's the real magic in life, is when you embrace uncertainty, the unknown, and the best, and you create something out of that situation. You're confronted with an issue, you're confronted with, say, a limited set of tools, and, and I've, I've got lots of experiences where I've, I've had that issue. I had a classic example when I um, was doing my, my album many moons ago and I was writing with a very well-known songwriter and, and producer, an awesome dude, and the build-up to that, as you can imagine, as a, an ambitious musician, especially in the States, was huge. And you know what happened? I got there to the session and for the first songwriting session... And I had eight notes because I, for some reason I, I had reflux. And I literally couldn't sing other than eight notes. That's all I could sing. So here I was sitting, sitting there with this great songwriter and producer and I was like, here's my big opportunity to impress. And sorry, mate, I've only got eight notes. So what did we have to do? We had to write a song that had eight notes. La, 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 la. You know, it was like, that's what we got. <laughs> and at the time I thought, oh, this is embarrassing. But a couple of days later, we probably had what was probably one of the, the best songs. It was probably one of the lead songs. In fact, it was, in the end, it was the first song on the album. It was the introduction to the audience of here's this piece of art 
and even though I had more than eight notes when I did the final vocal session and all the other songs were much more expansive, that session came out of a limitation that I had at the time and we had to make the most of it because that was the time we'd allocated to do that song. <laughs> and that's life. That's art as well. When you've got a creative process, um, you have to embrace the uncertainty and you have to say, you know what, I've got this amount of talent or I've got this amount of ability right now. I've got these things in front of me, whatever you want to call them, these sources of inspiration. And I just have to get in there, immerse myself and let it unfold. Hmm. And that's where the artistry is. That's that's where it is, is being brave enough to go, let's see what happens. And I love that process because, as you've seen, Phil, you know, it starts out with a couple little bits and pieces and you go, oh, yeah, it's intriguing. But then there's a moment within, you know, an unset amount of time where things actually start to, to get li- get some life to them, get some substance to them and you go, whoa, now we've got something to build on. And what's even more exciting for me is I know from all the years I've, I've written and, and music and, and been in that creative zone, I know that's just the beginning. I know, okay, now we're breathing, now we've got a thing and we're on the journey and now for the exciting part... <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you know. yeah, well, yeah, in, in your analogy, it's really the, the notes have now been created and we now go off and make the song. And yep. and that song is going to evolve and develop from that point too. And the, the other thing with this too, if we sort of looked at something that, that, that um, embraced everything that we we're about, it's really the entrepreneurial spirit, um, which is about taking risks. It's about giving things a go. There's a lot of people out there that, are probably just in business they're not entrepreneurs and there'd be a lot of people that think they're entrepreneurs and they're really just in business um what we're about is really trying to take anyone that wants to be an entrepreneur and try and doing what we can to stimulate that and what you've just described is part of the process that those people need to go through yep. to take what they've got and then to explore and play and extend and operate beyond the normal box to break societal norms as necessary to find what their other opportunities look like. And, you know, if we can trigger that within the scope of human hackers and we can extend it and take it to a whole different level through Planet Exo, then we're doing what we want to do. And, you know, the, the results will, will show themselves. I've got no doubt at all. It's just the way it goes. And, you know, saying that quite openly on a, on a podcast, it, there's some accountability and responsibility in that statement. But like you said about what you understand about music, about the years of experience you had and you know how it plays and you know that this is only the beginning. Like I've seen this change thing in the human space probably just as often as you've been in the musical space and I, I can smell it. I can taste it. It's real. And the power in that from an individual point of view is that it involves you simply embracing and letting go and exploring where you're at right now it doesn't require 20 years out there doing some sort of therapy or doing some formal training or some degree it all involves you simply starting to understand yourself 
yeah. and then being willing to move past that point and be uncomfortable, be deliberately uncomfortable. And these are the common themes we're going to talk about, and they'll manifest in different ways, and other people will explore them and you know extend the theme as well. But that's really what it's about. And, and, and that space, to me, is also exciting. Like in that edgy space, you know, where the ball just goes long and high between the posts, and it just feels utterly fantastic and exhilarating. Yep. They're the moments we're talking about. And that's not motivational speaking. That's genuine energy, drive, and emotion about what we're capable of as human beings. And that's really what we want to take the lid off through this vehicle called Planet Exo. Yeah, and the, I mean, just on, on reflection too, on my entrepreneurial journey, you know, the realisation that I was an entrepreneur in, 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 in my, very, my very nature um, was I was around producers. I was around people who were producing TV and film in Hollywood and I started to realise they don't know what they're doing either. You know, everyone has this has this thing, this thought process of art is you know going from A to B, and because all of these people have these great talents and they have this unlimited funding, that it's a formula. And yes, there's there's a nature to it, you know, that is formulaic. But in and around that, I started to realise that you know what, sometimes something happens and you need to work around it, like. A particular actor is sick this week. Man, he's like one of the main people in the script. What are we going to do? Oh, we'll have to change the story. We'll have to write him out of this episode that we're filming this week. But hang on, that's not that's not what we had on the on the storyboard. That's not what we planned. But because they had to work around that, and they had to sort of troubleshoot and problem solve. It becomes, when you look at the story arc of a whole series, it becomes this pinnacle moment. That week that that actor was sick, that we had to change the story, became the most intriguing moment in the entire series. Hmm. And it wasn't planned. It was because someone was sick. And because of that, that creates all these other story threads as well. And so I've watched... I've watched this in motion. I've even watched, um, you know, okay, we're looking at the dailies of, of the of what we've shot this week, and you know what? This episode doesn't work. We planned this story out. The actors have said their lines, and they had great energy, but in the whole wrap up, we either have to scrap this, or we have to shoot another week, or we have to change the storyline, or whatever it might be. It is not an A to B process, and. As as a as a business owner now, with you know coming from the create a creative background and then forging a you know I suppose a, a business um, chapter here in my life, business is exactly the same. Stuff happens every day. You've got to troubleshoot it. You've got to embrace the fact that you can't plan for everything. You can't coach for everything. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't think it was until I actually started my own business in a more formal sense that I realised how creative it is, how it is all about embracing uncertainty and those random things that happen on a daily basis that, you know, those problems that you need to solve. Um, 
I suppose the best thing about having the creative background and the music sort of tenacity and having to, you know, learn all of the marketing and the digital and the styling and all that sort of thing, um, the best thing is that there's you know that there's a, a process, a development process that you need to go through and that is and it's and it's talked about in, in EXO is that sifting through the 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 lessons, you know, learning the lessons and, and and sifting through the meaning of the experiences you've had and applying those to who you are now. You know, that's the that's the most fascinating thing for me in on my journey which is a heavy part of uh what is now become planet exo mm. and it and it all comes back to human change in the end you know you're referring to adaption pieces there as well and that's just part of the evolution process you evolve by adapting you don't evolve or you don't adapt you don't evolve um so it's it's the same mechanisms. That's where the, the fundamentals of all this are relatively simple. The principles have been done to death in a lot of different areas. The trick is how it's presented and the trick is how it's communicated within that and the meaning that can be elicited out of that. And the fact is not just information, it's got another two or three dimensions to it which you know elicit the emotion, it allows the feeling to be generated, it allows the meaning to be created and then integrated in. And and if there is a safe environment here, it's saying, okay, we're all in the same boat here. Like we've got vulnerabilities, we've got things we get wrong on a regular basis, we've got habits that we need to change, and all the same stuff as everyone else. We're not making out we're special here. We're saying this: we're on the journey too. We're beside you, not above you, not below you. And that's really what this is about. And we're endeavouring to create an environment where that learning and that development can be enhanced and that's that's the next phase of that will be planet exo um you know and and that's we're not going to stop the rest of the journey as well that'll go on in parallel so we'll be still pursuing the capability and the attitude and the presence components that come from both the human and the online space um but planet exo will create this really interesting detour or side road <laughs> that if you wish to engage in is going to take you to a different place. And there'll be other opportunities out of that too for the listeners too, Ian, to um, become a little bit more involved in some aspects of EXO as well. Yeah, well put, Phil. And, and I think, I mean, even before Planet EXO, uh, you know, came about, we've we've been asking people to share an adventure with your fellow future makers. And we can't be future makers unless we explore all this in a vulnerable and open sort of way engaging with our audience but we also can't promise an adventure without representing these different themes that we're exploring in in as as many different ways as we can because everyone's going to have a certain palate or a taste you know for a for a, a particular um presentation of ideas and I, th- and I think we've 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 got to explore that space and one thing that connects us all is story and if we're not telling a story then i don't know what we're doing here phil i've got a picture of a couple of leather armchairs and a couple of glasses of scotch and <laughs> 
and, and, and a very relaxed storytelling sort of approach, which is what it feels like and it's it's where we're most comfortable and, you know, that seems to work for us too in terms of how we create our synergy. And so hopefully that's that's an explanation we've given there, Ian. We've, 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 that's quite an explanation of where we've been, where we, where we come from. Where we've been is in the first part of our very organic, challenging, intriguing, exciting, uh, immersive journey and the next phase of where we're going. So I guess the uh the thing is to to wish the uh the wist the wish the listeners <laughs> or even wish the listeners, you know, the opportunity to 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 spend spend some time in, in Planet Exo and and see what comes out and let us know, give us some feedback. Because certainly we're uh, we're intrigued as to how you find the journey and that will certainly inform us as to how we need to shift our journey to match what your needs are. Well, that was a nice wrap-up, Phil, and I'll, I'll just open the curtain. <laughs> I'll just pull the rope on the curtain now, and yeah. uh, and and that'll open up, and they can get on that journey. Uh, and I, pff, I'm looking forward to hearing the comments. <laughs>